The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Welcome to Financial Focus Radio Show. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Here in the unbelievably beautiful, right now at least, uh, Pacific Northwest, and we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. I'm going to be in a much chippier mood all day today because that magical glowing orb uh, that gives warmth to this world is is out, and I am enjoying every second of it. So I know it's, it might cool down a little bit, but it seems to me like spring has finally sprung. Uh, and I am loving every second of it. Good morning, Mr. Finelli. How goes the battle? Doing well. It's such a relief to finally see the sun. Right? It's like what I, a brutal winter we had. So I grew up in, in New England, and there's lots of dairy cows in Maine and New Hampshire and Vermont. And when they let the dairy cows out in the spring, uh, they go crazy. I mean, dairy cows are pretty boring, but what, they buck around like they're, you know, one of those rodeo bulls. Uh, because they've been staring at the same knot in the wall for the last five months, and that's what I feel like I've been doing. So I'm like a dairy cow let out of the barn for the first time in the spring. I'm ready to rip. And I feel like one, my belly looks like a dairy cow too. All right, if you'd like to be part of the show, call us, 877-670-7117, or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. As always, we're going to talk about the week that was in the capital markets, market moving events, those kind of things. Uh, and then we'll dive a little deeper into some more uh, topics that we think would be of interest or mostly when we get questions from clients. If our clients are, are asking us about them, we know that a lot of people out there like you are, are thinking about them. So uh, U.S. stocks as measured by the S&P 500 were up about a half a percent last week. So in the middle of the week, it looked like uh, it was going to be a rough week for you know for a significantly down week in a while. But then we got uh, markets ripped higher later in the week, and so uh, we made it in positive territory for the week. U.S. international developed markets were unchanged, maybe a little bit lower, uh, depending on what index provider you look at. The emerging markets were up a third of one percent. Uh, U.S. small cap stocks had a rough week; they were down one point three percent. Uh, on my every fr I buy stocks every Friday, and I generally just try to buy what's done the worst that week. And so I was buying small caps on Friday. Uh, in the bond market, we saw interest rates uh, move uh, down a little bit, and prices move higher. The aggregate bond index, which is the S and P 500 of the bond world, was up a half a percent. The yield on a three-month Treasury is 5.1%. The yield on a one-year treasury is 4.83, and a 10-year treasury is 3.45. It's very interesting to, to think about. Just a couple short months ago, the 10-year was at four and a quarter, and now we're headed back to three and a quarter. It's, it's quite interesting. Uh, gold traded fractionally higher at 19.98 an ounce, and oil was down two bucks, or two percent, sorry, at $76.65 a barrel. Uh, so the big news we got on Friday morning was the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. Say that five times fast. Uh, essentially, all that is is the Federal Reserve's favorite measure of inflation. Uh, and while it came in a bit lower than expected, it is still stubbornly high. Uh, that that index was up 4.6% year over year. Uh, but the good news is, is the inflation number it continues to go in the right direction. Uh, the one thing we will see, and Josh and I debated this 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 week, is uh, we've been getting quite a bit of good uh, data and good news coming uh, from the U.S. economy, U.S. companies, the housing market. When you look across the landscape, uh, and all that does something. Uh, to create something called the wealth effect. And when people feel wealthier because their house value is holding up and their 401k is holding up, they tend to spend more money. And that uh, continues 
to uh, become inflationary, and that is what the Fed is facing. And so it'll be very interesting to see what they said. So, Josh, we had the we had some big big names last week report uh, earnings for the first quarter. Uh, let's hear before, what it looked like. Before I address earnings, just to expand on that point a bit, the other thing that you saw on Friday was inflation expectations are increasing again uh, in line with the, that wealth effect. So not something good because those inflation expectations, a leading indicator if, if, things, if people believe things are going to be more expensive in the future, they're more apt to consume them now. So that's a and driver of future inflation. We're in that weird place again where good news happens to be bad news and bad news is good news. Very much so. Well, earnings coming in significantly better than analyst expectations uh, and also uh, better than management's guidance, near an 80% beat rate, so uh, close, uh, significantly above normal beat rates. But and we say it every week, when you lower the bar, it's easy to jump over it. Uh, but S&P 500 earnings with 270 companies having reported uh, are down about 1.9%. Uh, revenues have... Uh, but, but so 1.9% year over year. Yep. And the thing that's important to know is the expectation at this point where we were probably going to be down 4 or 5 maybe even 6%. And so earnings are coming in way better than anybody expected. Yeah, the surprise factor is almost 8%. So there, you know, there's dramatic outpacing of expectation. That's uh, also true on the revenue side. S&P 500 revenues up 2.3% year on year. Uh, of course, you had the huge report from Amazon earlier this week, Exxon Mobil, uh, twelve almost twelve billion in net income in a quarter. But <laughs> I, we talked about I, ta- I po- pointed it out to Tyler this week. Unilever, which is a global consumer staples name, uh, was in a report that I really that I read that was really interesting to me because they're passing on higher prices. Uh, Prices were up 10% year on year, a little over 10% year on year. Which is a lot for consumer staples. And it's a pre, you know, most of their products are premium names. They're the type, you know, they're the key brands. They're not your generic store brand. Uh, But volumes were down 2.3%. So earnings were actually good, but it was sort of masking this underlying problem of declining demand. Uh, All of the growth was coming from an increase in pricing. Uh, how long that can continue, you know, I would anticipate weakness into the back end of the year. And I think that's maybe representative of a lot of stuff. People have been willing to pay the prices so far, and higher prices has led to better earnings and better top-line growth, uh, but it's uh, masking what, you know, deterioration in the underlying trend. And that's uh, really crucial, I think, to understand. But I think the thing that's really interesting to to think about and ponder when you think about earnings season so far is uh, most of the so-called experts, us included, thought that earnings were going to be uh, much worse than they have been coming in. And so it's been quite a surprise when you look at the big names like Amazon, Visa, all these big names that are reporting. Uh, it's They are quite surprising. Well, and I thought we would be in much more of an earnings recession at this point, which is why stocks are probably holding up. The market seems to know that earnings were going to hold up. Facebook ripping this week, but another one, uh, sort of an analog to Unilever, where the core business wasn't so great. All of the earnings growth actually came from a reduction in expenses, i.e. significant layoffs of very highly compensated people, which will definitely trickle down. But, you know, you look at those types of things and... Uh, it's like we've it's like we've been saying all along. It continues to be a duration story, and the duration keeps getting pushed out. Uh, we've also seen an upt- uptick in the housing market as of late, and I'm not sure if that's sort of a seasonal thing. You know, housing market generally there's a lot of activity this time of year nationally, and obviously here in Central Oregon that's true. But it'll be very interesting to see if this is more enduring or it's just a seasonal uh, sort of anomaly. You know, that this the same factors. You know, interest rates matter in the housing market, of course, but the the lack of supply it continues to be a factor as well. So it'll be interesting to see. And then the labor market continues to remain strong. And when you combine that sort of with all the other data we're getting in the earnings housing market, uh, I don't know. To me, it seems like the Fed still has a lot of work to do. They continue to say that. The market doesn't believe them. Uh, but, you know, inflation is a hard thing to tame because uh, it can come back quickly if they don't work hard the, to put it out. And the only way they've ever been able to put out inflation is with a recession. The rates market not is happened. consistently wrong. And you're now starting to see what happened in May happen in June, which is the market is coming around to the idea that maybe we're going to get more hikes. It just slowly evolves to that perception. But. Uh, the rates market keeps getting proven wrong by the Fed, and they don't take them at their word. Yeah, it's just, it's just really hard to imagine uh, 
the inflation dragon being tamed without a recession. All right, as always, if you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for us, give us a call. The number is 877-670-7117. You can always email us if you go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. We've been getting a lot of questions about gold, so when we come back, we're going to talk about gold and if it has a role in your portfolio, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800 and this is my HomeShare Oregon story. I needed a little help making my house payments, and Brenda needed a place to live that she could afford. When we matched our profiles on HomeShare Oregon, it turned out to be perfect. We share meals, we share workout in the garden, we share walking the dogs. I think the companionship is one of my favorite things. HomeShare Oregon is a free website service that matches people who want to share their home with a housemate who needs a safe and affordable place to call home. And it's working. Just ask Brenda. What I would say to someone who's considering doing home sharing is do it. It's affordable. It's safe. It's a wonderful thing. I, I can't believe I didn't think about it prior to this. I'm so grateful that I happened upon that website. Uh, it really did change my life. For more information, go to homeshareoregon.org. That's homeshareoregon.org. This message has been sponsored by Homeshare Oregon, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Swing into golf season with the annual Swings for Strings Golf Tournament Sunday, June 4th, presented by Sun River Resort and benefiting the Sun River Music Festival. Gather your golfing buddies for a fun afternoon on the Championship Woodlands course, including raffles and games, food and drinks, and even live music. Your registration includes additional discounted rounds of golf at the Meadows and Woodlands courses the days before and after the tournament. Registration is open now at sunrivermusic.org, sponsored in part by FM News 100 and 1110 KB. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic and psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZZY to learn more. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're enjoying the unbelievably great weather here in the Pacific Northwest, because uh, I certainly am. Uh, so I'm going to read this in my best sarcastic voice. Uh, this comes from Santiago, the Santiago Fund, Santiago Capital. Uh, the world 
is de-dollarizing at such a fast pace that foreigners, indirect bidders, only account for 70% of U.S. Treasury auctions compared to 40% 10 years ago. So I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. Obviously, you know, there's this big concern, all right, that, the, you know, the fall of the dollar. But when you look, when you watch the MSNBCs or the Fox News of the world, both sides of the aisle are, seem to be really fearful about the dollar. But again, we are the economic center of the universe and nobody else is even close. Like the idea that Russia or China are close to taking our throne is the most laughable thing I could ever think of. Because uh, as Josh has said, when you think about the wealthiest people in those countries, they all want to own things that are dollar denominated. So nobody is going to be thinking of the Russian ruble as the reserve <laughs> currency of the world or the Chinese yuan because, you know, they can just put people in jail because they feel like it. So, uh, you know, I know I know everybody, you know, worries about us, our system, and I do, too. But uh, it, it, we are we have the United States and our system has unlocked human potential like nothing ever has in the history of the world. And that will continue to be true. Uh, so, so have faith in that. And then for all of you, uh, Series I savings bond buyers, so those are the inflation protected, you know, so the good old fashioned savings bonds that used to buy or your grandparents used to buy for you. Um, a lot of people have been buying the I bonds because the yield on them was so high. They, at one point a year ago, they were at almost 10% or over 10%. Um, the most recent uh, iteration was 6.89, and on May 1st, the new the new bonds come out with the new rate, and that is set to go down to 4.3%. So uh, it is obviously a lot less attractive. You can buy a three-month treasury uh, with a 5.1% yield. So that uh, – but the, those of you that have the old uh, iterations, uh, you know, you, you probably want to stick – Hold on to those. I just don't know if, you know, when the next deal comes up on May 1st that you want to be buying another one uh, if, you, if you were thinking about it. Okay, so uh, one of the things that Josh and I get asked a lot about is gold. You know, when you when lately, you, lately more so than ever. When you think about, and a lot of that has to do with the, what's going on and the noise in the political environment and on both sides of the aisle. And so when you think about, you know, if you listen to different uh, this station or other, a lot of other stations, there's always gold advertisements. And I always think to myself, I laugh when I hear these gold advertisements because I think, where were these people when gold was $200 an ounce? If, you had, if they had done you the service of actually talking about gold at 200 bucks an ounce, you would have actually made 10 times your money, obviously, because gold is essentially 2000 bucks an ounce right now. But of course, they only sell gold after it's ripped, just like all snake oil salesmen. So um, with gold, obviously, near all-time highs. Uh, Google searches on how to buy gold have soared to record levels. So Google trends go back 20 years, and uh, it's never been even close. This is the highest in terms of how to buy gold that the, their search has ever been. The advertising barrage uh, <laughs> soon to follow. Remember Fred Thompson hawking physical bullion sales. Uh, that's coming your way very soon. Yeah, so um, one of the things that we've talked about on the show since we started the show, because we're not gold fans, like we, we don't think of it as an investment, you know, because the hard thing for me is if I put a piece of gold between Josh and I without thinking about where the market is, we have to determine what that piece of gold is worth without any earnings, without any capital gains. Uh, we just have to decide what it's worth to each of us. And so that's the hard part. If we put a share of Costco between us, we can come up with a valuation for Costco based on its, you know, cash flow, its dividend, all this stuff that matters when you're buying a company. Uh, but gold, how do you value it? Because it doesn't pay a dividend and there is no, uh, it doesn't make money, any of those things. And uh, before Josh tells us a, a really good story, I, I will say that Warren Warren Buffett says if you took all the gold in the world today that's been mined by human beings, it would make a block essentially 70 feet by 70 feet by 70 feet. So if you owned all the gold in the world that's been mined, you could have that 70-foot blocks on your front lawn and you could you know, have people come take pictures of it and you could take selfies with it, but it would never pay you a dividend. It wouldn't actually ever do anything for you. The equivalent value to all that gold is 8 Exxon Mobiles. 1.2 trillion in cash and all the farmland in the United States. Which would you rather have? And of course, it's the latter, right? Because all of those things are going to produce income for you. Uh, and the gold is never going to kick off a dividend. It's literally never going to do it. So uh, it, it's a no-brainer. And when you think about gold, it's literally just been an inflation hedge. But 
over a long period of time. It sometimes does really well, but then other times does really bad. And essentially, if you look at the turn of each decade, it's bought you a new suit, a nice new suit, and that <laughs> continues to be true. But Josh has an even a better story going back looking at gold over 2,000 years. Well, that that analogy is really consistent because it's – well, inflation destroys the value of fiat currencies. I think we can all agree about that. Gold sort of remains this constant store of value over – over long periods of time, but uh, the point is, is it doesn't appreciate above the rate of inflation on a durable basis. And so, uh, this data is courtesy of Verdad, but uh, a hedge fund back east. But uh, back in the age of Augustus, uh, basically the preeminence of the Roman Empire, uh, centurions earned a stipend of 3,750 denarii, which is about 38 ounces of gold, roughly. Uh, that's equivalent to the salary. Well, so, so a centurion is the same as a, 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 an a, army captain. Equ equivalent to the uh, modern-day U.S. Army captain, which uh, earns a salary of about 72000 bucks, which is essentially 40 ounces of gold at cur current prices. So over those two millennia, the same weight of gold buys roughly the equivalent amount of labor. Labor. And you go back and you look at more recent history and you think about uh, the beginning of uh, the last major prolonged period of inflation, inflation that we had, uh, the median personal income in the U.S. priced in gold is almost it's almost identical in 1974 as it is today. And, you know, that 40 year, 50 year period, it's so representative of the reality that there's times when uh, the speculation and, you know, the public's belief in the debasement of the currency is at its at its epogee is when precisely you don't want to double down into that asset because that's going to wane. And so I think we're in that time period right now, and it will ultimately mean revert if you give it enough time. Uh, go back and look at the outperformance of gold after the bout of inflation. That's when people really started buying it. That's the point. But then it mean reverted and fell below the average. Uh, but the themes are consistent, whether it's a 2,000-year time horizon or a 50-year time horizon. Uh, the mean reversion just occurs uh, over a specified period of time. Yeah, gold has been crap. It's just been a terrible investment, and you can't convince me otherwise because I can see the data. And there's times when it's been good, but if you, as an enduring asset, the stock market has crushed it, and it's not it, even Over the close. last 50 years, in fact, the compound annual growth rate of a gold portfolio is half that of a 60-40 portfolio. And then there's this argument about, well, oh, we're not going to buy the physical asset. Uh, we're going to buy gold stocks instead. Well, they actually underperformed the physical gold portfolio by a half a percent annualized. So that argument doesn't hold water either. Yeah, you know, the other thing is people want to buy Bitcoin or all these alternative investments. And, you know, it, it, you can't convince me that an enduring high-quality stock – portfolio is not going to beat all of these things over time. Yes, there will be periods when these things do well, and that's when all the buffoons run into them, the meme stock people run into them. But over time, you can't convince me of anything other than owning a high-quality stock portfolio because the data is so overwhelming that that's the right thing to do. All right, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. Uh, so give our office a call to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 800 Seven four three zero nine eight eight, or you can send us an email by going to our website northwestquadrantwealth.com when we come back we're going to tackle some of your email questions so be sure to stick around sign up for our e-news today get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from northwest quadrant wealth management delivered right to your inbox the short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market you can always watch past videos on youtube or on northwestquadrantwealth.com
Your project, our materials, the independently owned destination for your next outdoor project is Building Solutions in Bend. Stop in today and take advantage of our in-store Koga Home and Garden Show specials. Make your outdoor living space literally cooler with the all-new heat-mitigating Trax Transcend Lineage Decking and feel the maximum performance of Makita cordless tools and outdoor power equipment. Building Solutions, the quality, selection, and service you expect. Building Solutions in Bend and buildingsolutionsbend.com. Your project, our materials. Hi, this is Gabriel and Aiden from Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center. It has been fun learning about the jewelry industry from mom and dad. And we're learning a few things from you out there too, like your uncertainty about something that seems new. Lab-grown diamonds. Actually, the first lab-grown diamonds were produced in the 1950s. Then, in 1971, General Electric grew the first gem-quality diamonds. Over the last few decades, that process has been perfected, and beautiful white diamonds are being grown in labs around the world. Lab diamonds are not fakes. They are real. They're grown from liquid or vapor to crystals in the lab and then cut and faceted just like natural diamonds. People will always be drawn first to the rarity, history, and allure of natural diamonds. But if you want something genuine that looks great and fits a smaller budget, you should consider GIA or IGI certified lab-grown diamonds. Come see and ask questions at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond or satterleyjewelers.com. Cancer screening can save your life. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Get ready, Central Oregon. The days are getting longer and fishing season is upon us. Finn and Fire Fly Shop is booking guided fly fishing trips on the Lower Deschutes River. Don't hesitate to book as trips are filling fast and the opener is April 22nd. Experience a full day floating the scenic Deschutes River and fishing for amazing Deschutes red sides. There's no better way to spend the day. If you're new to the sport, swing into the shop and speak with our expert staff to get pointed in the right direction. We have brands like Sims, Patagonia, Sage, G. Loomis, and Orvis to make you successful on the water. And don't forget, with spring in the air, it's time to knock the dust off that grill. Fin and Fire has new Traeger models in stock and grilling has never been hotter. Not only can we fish, but we love impressing our families and friends at the dinner table. So swing into the shop and take advantage of our full line of trigger grills and accessories and be the hero with your family and friends. Come visit us and grab a beer. We are across from Safeway on Highway 97 in Redmond or shop with us anytime at finandfire.com. Your Prineville Wilco has moved to our new location off Northeast 3rd Street, and we're celebrating all weekend with discounts and more than $5,000 in prizes. Celebrate and save this weekend at your all-new Prineville Wilco. You know, a lot of people like this time of year. Everything's greening up. I'm with you. It feels like it's all new again. And Wilson's Spring Savings Event is the perfect time to take a little green and renew some of those tired-looking rooms in your home. Yeah, a little green for a lot of new. Right now, Wilson's has special prices on quality handmade Amish furniture and bedroom sets. Stressless or the unmatched style of leather Italia. We've got great deals on Englander and luxury heirloom mattresses. Plus, an impressive selection of furniture made in Oregon. Customer response has been so good, we're extending the spring clearance sale all this month. Hurry in for best selection. Free delivery and special 0% financing available. See store for details. At Wilson's of Redmond. It's happening right now. We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Bringing in that spring feeling since 1962. You're listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on northwestquadrantwealth.com. Welcome back. If you would like to sign off for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a relatively short video in the middle and end of every single month uh, where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and especially how it relates to our clients' money. So if you want to be added to that list, you don't have to be a client, uh, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, send us an email, just say add me to your e-newsletter list, and we send those out via email, uh, and so you can get those awesome videos twice a month. 
Um, so this is pretty interesting. I, I was reading about uh, the title of this was The One Investment Strategy Americans Want to Know More About. So I had that piqued my interest, and so I clicked on it. Um, and so uh, Russell is an index provider. Uh, FTSE Russell is an index provider, and they did a, a retail investor study which polled 1,000 Americans uh, that both had an advisor and didn't have a financial advisor at the end of 2022. Um and one of the things that was really interesting to me about this study is that half of the people in the study uh, didn't know what, it, didn't understand or weren't really aware of indexes, index strategies, index ETFs, index mutual funds, uh, and they don't recall their advisor ever talking to them about them. Um, and what's funny is you think, well, you know, maybe wealthy people uh, aren't aren't using indexes and actually the biggest user of index funds and index exchange traded funds are the wealthy 40% of people that have a uh, million dollars or more invested are invested in index funds. Uh, and, and, and those are people that do, are doing it themselves. And so the funny thing is to us, Josh and I, uh, you know, being financial advisors is we are index users. Like we have our own money, our family's money our on all our clients money for the most part in indexes. Uh, we use exchange traded funds, but they track indexes. Um, and people, other financial advisors, be like, "Well, well, how can you do that?" Retail investors can go do, go do it themselves, and it's like, of course they could. But you can't be intellectually honest and say you use actively managed strategies, because and that's going to do better because the data is so overwhelming. Um, but these, these men and women that are financial advisors are saying, well, then I won't have a job if I'm buying index funds for my clients. And that's just patently not true. There's a lot of other reasons that our clients hire us uh, to be their to be their financial advisor. And so, you know, at the end of the day, Josh and I look at each other and say, there's, believe me, if there was some other investment we thought would be better for our clients and, and we, the data supported it, we would certainly use it. But the data is so overwhelming that we can't do anything else. Anything else would be intellectually dishonest to us and our clients. And so that's why it surprises me that, you know, 50% of, of people in this survey, their advisor never talks to them about index, index strategies. It's, it's just crazy to me. Do they it, have money because they indexed, though? It, shows, <laughs> it also shows me that uh, Vanguard has even a bigger opportunity than I thought they had. I thought they were doing fine. So, all right, we got some email questions. This email comes from Kevin W. Doesn't say where he is, but his email is Ben Broadband, so I would guess Ben. Um, uh, Kevin says, I received a flyer in the mail recently from a major bank in town. It was addressed to our neighbors. So many people probably received it. That's pretty funny. Uh, They're pushing a guaranteed 4.25% CD with an 11-month minimum time frame investment, all payments made at the end of the term. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, so obviously, Kevin, the good news is is rates are, are have moved higher. So for all of you savers and all of the people that have their emergency money, that has been earning essentially zero and negative uh, when you factor in inflation over the last decade, that is finally starting to change. So for everybody that is, say, 45 years old and older, we are finally going back to what we think of as a normalized rate environment, right? So most of my life uh, prior to the last 10 years, you could you could have money in safe things like CDs and money markets uh, and bonds and earn a relatively attractive yield better than zero that we've been getting in the last 10 years. So, you know, we have a segment, I think it's uh, in a few segments we're going to talk about. Uh, the, the different options for your safe money, but that's fine. I mean, you know, the 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 thing is, is you know, I don't know where rates are going to go in the short term. I do know that what we're doing with that same thing, Kevin, is buying U.S. Treasuries because the yields uh, are actually better than that 4.25, and the yield on a Treasury, you don't have to pay taxes at the state level on a Treasury. Where on a CD, you have to pay both Oregon tax. And the and the federal tax, so that's why what, what we're doing. But you know, treasuries, CDs, and money markets all have finely attractive yields. You just have to look at the terms. And so, um, you know, the the thing for me with a CD is you're locking that money up. I have always hated giving money to a bank myself, my own money to a bank because you know they get to leverage that up. So if I give a bank a hundred thousand dollars, they're leveraging that money up uh, by loaning it out with on a factor of five or 10. So my hundred thousand becomes their ability to loan it at 500,000. And I never liked that idea. Uh, and so I, I just generally don't like the behavior of banks. And so my safe money, I've put it in, in different place where I have more liquidity. So, 
Kevin, the reality is you can buy a high quality money market fund uh, where you have daily liquidity with the same yield. Now that yield's going to change over time. So, you know, the rate could go lower, but it could also go higher. Uh, where if you buy the CD, you're locked into that rate, but you're also locked into that 11 months. Uh, I would rather say I'm going to put my money in a money market where I have daily liquidity. I can write a check against it. Uh, and right now the yields are actually even better than that. So uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but it, hopefully I gave you some sort of some of the options or what's totally available out there in terms of the different sort of safe investments that exist. No comment, Mr. Finelli? I think you summed it up pretty well. Man, you should tell my wife how brilliant I am. Uh, this comes from Thomas in Sun River. Uh, there's a large media community that focuses solely on paying off debt as a path to financial freedom. What should I prioritize? Paying off debt, saving money, or saving and investing, in, and in which order? Thanks for doing the show, Thomas and Sun River. Well, I, you know, there's a national radio show that, <laughs> led by Dame Ramsey that I think has a pretty strong emphasis on the debt payment stuff, and it's something that's become particularly more acute with uh, annual percentage rates on credit cards now approaching 30% just based on uh, the broader interest rate environment. And what we tell you is if you do have uh, revolving debt like that, of course, removing credit card debt is going to be uh, perhaps the best investment you could ever make. Uh, looking at the average rate on credit card debt, somewhere between 25 and 30%, uh, that dramatically outpaces any anticipated returns you can get over the long run from either investing in stocks uh, or fixed income. So pay yourself first and, of course, wipe out those revolvers. It's the lower interest rate stuff, uh, specifically mortgage debt. Uh, and if you refi during uh, you know, the, the low ebb of interest rates, that's going to be a decision where, well, you may be debt averse, you don't want to have a bunch of equity trapped in your house uh, when you could be deploying that money more effectively at a risk-free rate that has a higher, uh, you know, the treasury yield is higher than your mortgage rate. So Screw treasuries, buy stocks. Of, of course you would want to, but I'm just saying. Well, why wouldn't you say that? <laughs> well, no, I, again, like the revolver thing, you have to wipe out the revolvers, uh, whether it's medical debt, whatever else. Uh, but student loans, I, we always, our advice is usually split the difference, some version of splitting the difference. Uh, but mortgage debt, uh, sort of try to get over your fear and aversion to, to indebtedness and just deploy that money into stocks. You'll thank yourself later. Yeah, so debt, you know, like like Josh said, Dave's Ram Dave Ramsey is like you should have no debt. And I guess if you're one of those people that just despises debt, then that's fine. But, you know, you're you're probably leaving lots and lots of money on the table. So there is, there is you know, we don't – generally debt is not good, but debt can also magnify returns, especially for those of you that are in real estate. You know, if you put 10% down and your stock goes – or your house goes up by 3%, because of the magnification of the debt, uh, it, it looks like you did much better on the house than because of, because of the leverage. And so, um, like Josh said, also if if you're you know paying on the house and putting money in the stock market, if you have you know you get two hundred, three hundred, a million dollars saved in the stock market, and you're paying on your house, you'll eventually get your house paid off. But now you also have all that money in the stock market that you that you have access to. So. Debt isn't, you know, just make sure it's a smart debt that you're using. You know, your house mortgage interest, you can deduct it on your taxes. So uh, that's even more being, appealing. Being house rich has its downsides. I mean, it's an illiquid asset and it's difficult to tap your own equity because it's expensive to use your own money when it's trapped in your home. And we're not trying to talk people out of owning it and talk people out of being uh, debt adverse. And there's huge upside to owing, you know, making those payments for savings, good inflation hedge and the rest. But uh, it's just illiquid. All right. If you would uh, like to uh, be part of the program, you have a question or a comment for us. Give us a call. 877-670-7117 or email us by going to our website, Northwest quadrantwealth.com when we come back is your retirement portfolio a tax bomb stick around get your free one-hour retirement review meet with a northwest quadrant wealth management investment advisor today for free it's our offer to you as a listener to the show give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review 800-743-0988 Again, 
The 17th Annual Subaru of Bend Ghost Tree Invitational returns August 18th and 19th to Pronghorn Club at Juniper Preserve. Reserve your foursome and dinner tickets featuring cuisine from up to 15 Central Oregon chefs, Napa, Portland, and Northern California, 10 wineries, spirits, and dancing as Patrick Seaman is back to play all your favorites. Ticket and lodging packages at GhostTreeInvitational.com. Sponsored by Pacific Source Health Plans, Beaver Coach Sales, Good Life Brewing, Southern Glazers, Smarts, Cisco, and Combined Communications. Hi, it's Mike talking with Highline Homes customers Abdullah and Ashley. Abdullah, which floor plan did you and Ashley choose? We chose the model 2345. We really wanted a, a wraparound porch. So when you start the process, you envision how it's going to be. Now that it's built, how does the real home stack up with what was in your head? It turned out more beautiful than what we actually saw in on the website. We added a lot more windows because we love sunlight. So, you know, being able to see everywhere was important to us. It's kind of everything we dreamed of. This is what I would probably write down or or plan out without realizing it. I love this house. Abdullah, what's your favorite part of your brand new Highline home? Having a second floor for the kids upstairs, but yeah. the master downstairs because our dream is when we grow old in this home, we won't have to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For floor plans, virtual tours, and more, go to HighlineHomes.com. H-I-L-I-N-E Homes.com. Oregon CCB 181069. Highline Homes. On your lot on Tyville Right. This is Kerwin with Midstate Power Products in Redmond. At Midstate Power Products, you'll find a complete line of Kubota tractors for sale. Kubota is renowned for its compact and subcompact tractors, ag tractors, RTVs, and construction equipment for any job site. Midstate Power Products is here to help with the right equipment for the right job. Stop into Midstate Power Products in Redmond now to get zero down, 0% APR for 84 months on select new compact tractors. Now through June 30th, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Do you have over $10,000 in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, DebtLoo is here for you. With DebtLoo's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at DebtLoo are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Hopefully you are out doing something fun, enjoying this awesome weather we're having here in the Pacific Northwest. It's funny, when I looked at my, uh, the to see the temperature on my iPhone, I got this uh, alert that says hydrologic outlook. And I said, what in the heck? I've never seen that on my phone before. And essentially it, it's that the... Uh, I guess the weather service is worried about the snow melting so fast and the creeks (laughs) and rivers rising quickly. So I guess be careful if you're on the side of the creek. I'm sure my kids will be at some point this weekend, hopefully behaving themselves. Uh, So three years ago, the 30-year mortgage rate was 2.97. Remember those quaint days, Josh? I actually hated it. But three years ago, the 30-year mortgage was 2.97. And average new home prices in the United States was were $360,000. Today, the 30-year mortgage rate is about 6.4%, and the average new home price is $562,000. Hmm. The result is a $40,000 increase in a down payment, assuming you're putting 20% down. And get it ready for this, a 132% increase in your monthly payment. That's from $1,200 a month to $2,800 a month. So, uh, you know, I... I, I went to a state school in Maine, and so that's double hit against me. <laughs> uh, 
But I did go to, I did have economics 101, micro macroeconomics. And I remember uh, in all my finance classes and my economics classes that generally in order, when things get unaffordable, what has to happen? Price has to come down, right? And so I guess interest rates could come down to make them more affordable or more likely the scenario is that the price is going to have to come down. And so I know that everybody thinks we're haters, but it's just math. Or, you know, we spoke about this week, but you have a post-World War II boom type scenario where it's very similar to COVID. You have the supply side constraint and then you had four to five year boom in housing prices at the household formation after World War II. And then they essentially plateaued for 15 years. And that, yeah, I mean, that was, so that's what you're saying is going to happen. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I, th- we have a supply or side. Or people could spend 50% of their income on their house. Yeah, well, I mean, we have a supply side problem, obviously, and uh, baby boomers are still alive, so they're not going anywhere, and most of them on their house. And uh, my generation's trying to create households, and we have a structural capacity shortage in the wake of the financial crisis that isn't getting fixed, and the imbalances to multifamily production. So, uh, you know, do we plateau for an extended period of time? I, th- I think more likely than not. So there's a guy named Moise Ali. Is that how you say it, Moise? Moise? I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, anyways, he uh, sold his he sold a deodorant company for Naked 100, 200 million, yeah. some stupid amount of money, which is good for him. I'm 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 all for people. That's the American dream. Um, but so he put out a tweet, and I love this tweet so much; it, it makes me smile. Uh, he he wrote, "Here's my income roughly. He makes five million dollars a year from e-commerce stuff. He makes two million bucks a year from real estate. He makes two million dollars a year from U.S. Treasuries, and he makes a million bucks on side hustles. I don't know what that means, but so the guy's income obviously has a ton of assets. Uh, is ten million bucks a year." Uh, and this math doesn't include property appreciation, dividend from stocks, uh, private equity, venture capital funds, or startups, because it's hard to track those in my head. The older I get, the more I think I should just invest in the Vanguard S&P 500 and U.S. Treasuries. All the other stuff, stock picking, private equity funds, etc., doesn't produce enough returns to merit the time it takes to do the due diligence on them. And so this is a guy that has you know, a lot of money. So that gives him more access to sort of the best of the best investments. And this is a guy that is saying, look, I could save myself a lot of time and energy and still get better returns by just investing in really basic things. And that's U.S. government bonds and the S&P 500 funded Vanguard. And he's right. And the data says he's right. Well, and and he, so- took, he took a huge amount of concentration risk on the one asset class that he had the most influence and in outcoming, which was his own business. And then once he had money, he realized, you know, now that he has money, he realized that it's really easy to not screw it up just by buying the S&P 500 and buying U.S. Treasuries. You don't need to take concentration risk once you already have it. You know who gets rich uh, with private equity funds and hedge funds? The managers of those, not the investors. And so he, he understands that. The other thing is you have to work really hard to find the ones that potentially could be the winners. And that is even if you do. And so... Buying the S&P 500 index or indexing in general is really, really easy. And that's why we talk about all the time. It's like investing is one of those things where you don't have to really work that hard to be really good at it. And the rest of your life, that's not true. But in investing, that's true. And that's why Josh and I do this. (laughs) Uh, Nobody laughed at that. Josh didn't even smile. Okay. I should have said that to his wife. She would have laughed. Um, So here's, here's the situation. Doing this job for as long as we have and having as many clients as we have and seeing all of these people that we have that are in retirement, uh, one of the things that became very clear to me probably 10 years ago was that I don't aggressively save in things like 401ks and traditional IRAs because I don't want a bunch of money. Yes, I get when you save in those things, you get the up front tax benefit because it comes off your income, right? You're, you're contributing to those things on a pre-tax basis. The money does grow tax deferred, but when you take it out, it's taxes ordinary income. So I believe that when I'm 65, which is, you know, 20 years away so, or so, 
uh, that inter- tax rates are going to be higher than they are today. So I do believe that's going to be true. Uh, but I also, so many of our clients that have a ton of money, if most of their resources and their assets are in retirement plans where they get the tax benefit on the front end, feel like that money is trapped, right? And then when they do take that money out to live on, their income goes way up and that's taxes, ordinary income. And also guess what happens? They get the Medicare surcharge, right? So they're paying more for Medicare uh, than the rest of the people out there because their income is so high. Um, and I'm not going to get into the Medicare surcharge, but you know, most people think that Medicare is this great deal. Well, if your income is really high because you have a bunch of money in qualified plans that you're having to take out, whether it's a required minimum distribution or you just need it to live, you're probably paying a lot more for Medicare than, than everybody else out there that might have most of their money in an after-tax account. So that what, I guess you're, you're saying to yourself, well, what's the solution, Tyler? The other thing I should mention is that these things are um, painful for your kids to inherit too or, or your grandkids because they have to take that money out in 10 years and it's taxes and ordinary it, income to them. There is a high likelihood that they will those types of inheritances stacked away in retirement accounts will become more disadvantage, disadvantages to inherit in the years to come. So, the, But the solution is a taxable investment account. So the money that I save, by far more of it goes into my joint account with my wife. So it's the money that I've already paid taxes on. I invested in the same investments that are in the rest of my accounts, but all of my investments that I own are very tax efficient. So I'm using indexes, I'm buying exchange traded funds that are very tax efficient. And I'm only paying capital gains taxes. Yes, capital gains tax rates could change, uh, but I have control over that uh, versus every penny I take out of my rec- IRA or 401k is taxes, ordinary income. I don't have control of that. Every penny is taxes, ordinary income. So that is our solution that people. You know, our industry, CPAs, tax people all focus on getting you as much money in those kind of accounts as possible. And we say, maybe pump the brakes. We're not saying not to do it. We're just saying you should also aggressively save in a taxable investment account uh, because that money, when you get to retirement, uh, there's a much lower tax penalty or hurdle to get over uh, to access that money. And so the IRA to get 10 grand, you might need 13.5 to get 10 grand from a taxable account. It's just the 10 grand. All right, if you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement review and have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled. The number is 800-743-0988 or go to our website, Northwest Quadrant Wealth, and send us an email. When we come back, is the balanced 60-40 portfolio dead? We'll answer that question. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Check out Guitar John. 